to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Feed You podcast. I'm Elisa Connor. I'm your host, and I am so grateful you're here. Well, folks, we have nearly made it to the end of 2020. And this year has been one, two, put in the record books, for lack of a better term. Uh, It had lots of twists and turns and ups and downs. And I don't know about you, but I learned a ton this year. Was it all the things that I had planned out in January when I went to uh, my uh, offsite planning workshop with uh, my good friend Natalie. No, not one thing in that planning workshop uh, worked out the way it was supposed to. But sometimes that's how life goes. And as a uh, business owner and an entrepreneur, uh, the sooner we can get comfortable with that, the better off we're going to be. So I wanted to take today's episode to dial into some of the things that 2020 taught me and hopefully uh, they will be beneficial to you. And I want to preface this by saying that, you know, just because the year is coming to an end does not mean things are going to go back to what air quote is normal. In my personal opinion, there is no going back to normal. There will never be a normal uh, that was (laughs) pre-COVID. So, uh, I don't believe that because there have been so many shifts in how business is done in um, even at the corporate level. Like we don't, we don't even have to talk about it from the entrepreneurial level, but um, I think overall the, the, the way that people think about work, the way that people think about shopping, the way that people think about um, business in general has 100% shifted. And I want to preface that by saying I've had this conversation with quite a few people that, you know, people think that COVID was really the uh, instigator of all of this change, you know, the instigator of Zoom meetings, the instigator of um, people purchasing more online, the instigator of um, retail shopping experiences changing and shifting. But if you really reflect back on the last 10 years, I'm going to say 10 years, when these changes actually started to happen were when companies like Amazon got into the online game and you had everybody following suit. You had the the creation creation of Cyber Monday. You had um, the introduction of companies like DoorDash and get Gret, um, Grubhub and uh, Uber Eats and all of these other things. All of this didn't happen post COVID. And so unfortunately, the people that have not paid attention to the market have not paid attention to what was going on around them and just kind of put their head in their sand and kept plowing forward are the people that are now struggling to uh, keep their head above water, stay in business, Uh, make ends meet, all of those different things. They refuse to change and pivot. And I'm sharing this with you because I want you to look at COVID um, and the year 2020, not as the instigator of change, but as a, I I look at it as lighter fluid. I'm trying to, (laughs) you know, it, it set 
what was in motion and supersized it. And so will there be changes in the future? Absolutely. Can you prepare for them now? Absolutely. Uh, if you, in fact, it's critical for you to keep an eye on what's coming, what's shifting, what's changing, what's not, so that you know how to pivot and move your business forward. And I think it's really important for us to spend a little bit of time talking about that because often we are in our business and we're doing the day-to-day, day-to-day, day-to-day. We never pull our heads up to go, oh, wait a minute, that's not working anymore. These people aren't paying attention anymore. I'm still putting money over here with a hope, wish, and a prayer that it's gonna work. And if nothing else, 2020 has shifted, pulled, uprooted everybody, spun them around on like one of those um, twirly, twirl a whirl <laughs> uh, roller coaster rides and, or amusement park rides, and just dropped everybody down into a new position. So whether or not, uh, you've had implications negative or positive from 2020 you you have to reconcile what this means for the future of your business and the future of how you're going to do business and so some of the things that i see in the marketplace um, that are going to really differentiate companies uh, from their competitors The big one is, is that I think 2020 taught us is that as human beings, we need connection and connection can't exist through Netflix and Facebook and um, Instagram and all of the, I don't know, illusions that a lot of those social media posts put out there. Um, I almost feel like COVID leveled the playing field. And so when it comes to actual human connection, we have to, we have to connect, we have to have conversations, we have to, um, especially like I know with uh, many people that I've spoke to, just messaging and texting is not enough. Um, We want to see people's expressions, we want to um, be in the same energy as people, we want to, you know, have physical touch with people. and COVID took a lot of that away from us. And so I foresee the companies that implement those, some of the standby customer service skills that have kind of dropped to the wayside, simple manners, simple uh, customer touch points, um, follow up with people that have purchased from you, building the relationship. I talk about all the time about building relationships on the show, but building relationships and continuing those relationships and having deeper and more meaningful conversation, not only with the people in our lives, but the people that we want to do business with is going to be a huge differentiator from here on forward. Uh, I'm going to use an example. So I, as you may know, because I've talked about it on this uh, podcast before, Um, One of my pastimes is card making. I like to, I use rubber stamps and ink and follow a ton of people that um, are super duper creative, (laughs) way more creative than I am, um, but for inspiration. And so for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, I was looking at a lot of the different sales that people were having and I really didn't buy much. Um, 
I just, I think one of the things that 2020 taught me is taught me is that I just, I don't really need a lot of things. What I'd rather have is uh, more connection and more meaningful conversation and more growth <clears throat> and more um, feeding my soul. I, I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we're told to accumulate, but ultimately when you're stuck in your house with your stuff for nine months and no people, you realize you don't need all of the stuff. And I think that's one of the reasons that uh, the thrift stores and um, places like that are, uh, I'm trying to think of like the the shopping exchange like Mercari and Facebook Marketplace and stuff like that have done so well is that people are sitting with their stuff going, do I really need this? Like this house is super crowded. I don't really need to have all of this stuff in my house anymore. And um, I think that's an awareness that we're coming to is that the stuff isn't as important as the relationships. And so um, when we are able to focus our, our business and our strategy and all of the things that we do in our business uh, on our customers and building that relationship, we're going to see greater success. So on Black Friday and Cyber Monday and kind of that whole time period, I had many, many people emailing me because I'm, you know, I'm on a lot of email uh, lists for personal reasons and also for business reasons. Like I, I I'm very, uh, curious about studying the way people utilize email. So I had ordered from a company that I had never heard heard of before. It was a recommendation from somebody that I follow online uh, and they are called Picket Fence Studios. And I think they're in Louisiana. Like I want to say right outside of Baton Rouge, but um, I hadn't heard from them, but they had these really cool sequins like, and you're like sequins, that's kind of weird, but uh, just a few sequins on a card really make it pop. And they don't, uh, a lot of times when you put embellishments on your cards, it's harder to get them through the mail. The post office doesn't like lumpy mail. And so um, anyway, was not a huge order. I had ordered, I don't know, maybe four sets of sequins and they weren't super expensive. But the differentiator for this company and what makes me more excited about utilizing them in the future is that I had placed a couple other orders. Um, not a ton. And I had placed orders in the past. Like I've been placing orders for a while and the, co the companies that deliver impeccable customer service. And there's three of them, um, are the ones that I am drawn to just naturally, uh, spend more money with. And the reason I'm bringing up picket fence studios is that out of all of the shopping that I did, and it wasn't just for me, it was, um, I did quite a bit of shopping for other people and um, different things like that, but they were the only ones that sent me an email that said, hey, we are so grateful for your order. We are a small company, every order matters. And um, we just wanna express our gratitude. And it probably took them two minutes to write this email. And I, I can assure you, they probably had many emails to send. They are no less uh, busy than the rest of us, but that little email, meant the world because when you are a consumer and you're spending money with someone, it wasn't just the fact that they were grateful and they expressed that in an email. It was that they took a minute to say, not only are we thankful, but we are a small business who's trying to make it and you are helping us get to where we need to be. You're helping us survive. You're helping us thrive. You're helping us pay our employees, all of the things that go with that. 
And I think as small business owners, all of the people listening to this or most of the people listening to this are small business owners. This is a play. If you put it into your playbook, will 100% uh, reflect in your business next year. I can guarantee you. And it is so simple to just send a thank you. And maybe it's not an email. Maybe you don't have an email list. Maybe you don't have um, people on your email. One, start adding them. (laughs) But two, you could also reach out on social media. And even if it's somebody that hasn't purchased from you yet, you could reach out to them on a social media post and just, you know, send them a direct message and say, you know what, what you posted today was so inspiring to me. And this is why. And this is how I'm going to implement it into my life. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Especially if it's people that you are wanting to connect with for promotion, or if you're wanting to uh, build a relationship with for, it doesn't have to necessarily just be a customer is what I'm trying to say. If you're trying to get in front of somebody that you want to be in front of their audience, this is a great way to start building that relationship. And so um, that simple note of gratitude and customer appreciation goes so far. And I've seen it. Uh, there's a couple other companies that I follow. One is called MFT Stamps. MFT stands for my favorite things. And what they do, this is so adorable, but everything comes wrapped in pink tissue paper. Now, mind you, 99% of their audience is women. So the pink tissue paper flies. It's like hot pink. But within there, and then they have a sticker that says um, something like, with love from MFT or something. It's a heart. Um, and it, it has their logo on it, but then it says something like, um, like your love pack from MFT or something. So it's just really, a really nice, um, visual, but then inside with every, um, package, they send you one jelly belly. And like, it's so funny that that little jelly belly probably cost them nothing. They partnered with them and got individual jelly bellies, I'm sure. Um, but they have created all the rage on social media because people will rave about that jelly belly. That one simple little thing that you wouldn't think would make any difference in the world. And because they put it out with every order that people are like, oh, what flavor did you get? Oh, I'm so excited about this. And I just love that they do that. Nobody else does it. And it is a spark for conversation, which means their brand awareness is being sparked every, every time somebody talks about it. And it's keeping them top of mind, not only with people that have bought from them in the past, but it's also putting them on the radar from people who have not bought from them yet. And so I'm sharing these ideas with you because I want you to start thinking outside of the box for 2021. 2020 was the opportunity for us to shift everything on its axis and do things differently. 2021 will be more of the same. I can guarantee you. I predict, and I am not, you know, I don't have a crystal ball or anything, but I predict that things will not start to normalize. I'm not going to say go back to normal, but start to normalize until summer of next year. And so if you are sitting around waiting uh, for business to go back to the way it was, or for your clients to start spending more money with you or whatever it is you're waiting on. 
Um, I had to take a little sip of water. I have something in my throat. Um, I want to implore you to look at things differently and figure out how you can serve your audience differently and how you can show up just doing that one little thing that no one else is doing. And I don't think you're gonna have to look too hard to figure that out because most people won't go the extra mile. They won't do the things that are required to make them stand out. They won't do what's necessary to move their business forward and to catapult into a whole new direction um, and experience of abundance that is waiting for them. And so when we look at 2020, you can look at it from the perspective of, oh, it was terrible, everything was awful, politics was horrible, people were mean to each other, everybody took all the toilet paper, yada, yada, yada. Like you can go down the list forever. We had to stay at home, blah, 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 blah. But I would like to give you the opportunity to look at this in a different way. I, I have taken the, the lessons from 2020. I have, I am, as you know, a big proponent of gratitude. And so when I was creating my list of things that I could be grateful for um, from 2020, it gave me the opportunity to learn like I have never learned before. Because as I said, everybody was on a level playing field. And so <clears throat> with that, you have the opportunity to examine what is working, what isn't working, what's changed, what's shifted, what hasn't changed, what hasn't shifted, and see where people are coming from. And it's given me the opportunity to get to know my customers, my audience, and my future customers even better. It has given me the opportunity to realize that everyone really wants the same things. They want to be healthy. They want to be happy. They want to provide for their families. They want to help other people. And those are the people I've been surrounded with this year. It has also given me the insight of how possible it is for anybody to have all of those things and more and work for themselves. And so, um, when I am talking about like the focus of 2020, so another, another uh, perspective shift was this weekend is I love the ingenuity and creativity that has come out of 2020. Uh, the way that people have started to think outside the box to make things happen. Uh, Zoom meetings, for example, people that had never been on Zoom before didn't even know what it was. My mom was a perfect example of this. Um, she's older, she's from an older generation, but they adapted. They have moved to Zoom and now those ladies um, that are part of her uh, volunteer organization, they love Zoom. Now, of course, they still have the random lady who doesn't remember to mute herself and her husband's walking by in his underwear and you know, but even in that, you can find humor and grace for other people and um, admiration that they were willing to try something new. This weekend, I was uh, afforded the opportunity to watch church, our church service on Zoom as well. And I was like, I would never would have had that opportunity before because um, churches in general are not quick adapters. And they were forced to adapt 
because the demand and the um, necessity for community forced the issue. And so when I say that these things were not um, brought about by COVID, but they were exasperated by COVID, this is one of the areas I'm talking about. But that church service, um, one of the things they do is make announcements. And I just, I kind of giggled because I thought, how brilliant. Uh, Normally our church does a uh, Christmas pageant with the kids. And uh, of course we can't do that this year because in Colorado we're still not able to meet there. We have a lot of restrictions going on. Um, So the youth of the church put together a Zoom Christmas pageant. And I can't remember the exact title, but it was something like the Daily News of Bethlehem. I'm going to go watch this because I'm just so curious about how they're going to play this off. But um, what it looked like from the little mini commercial they did was uh, that there are two newscasters that are reporting the news from Bethlehem at the time of Jesus' birth. And I thought, how interesting of a perspective to, you know, how do we take the regular Christmas pageant that looks a certain way and has always looked this way and shift it into something that's different and new? to go with the shifts that are happening in our world. And so I bring that to your attention, um, regardless of, you know, where you come in on the religious spectrum, because I want you to do the same thing for your business. You know, things have shifted and changed and they've morphed and they look very, very different than they did at the beginning of 2020. um, And for sure in 2019. And I think we have a lot more gratitude for things that we took for granted But we also have the extreme ability and opportunity to be more impactful and shift what we do and how we do it to help more people. And it's just a matter of how can you be creative with what you're doing in your world? How can you open the doors to creativity? And maybe you're saying to yourself, I'm not creative enough. And so um, my mentor has a really great saying. It's, it's my favorite saying, one of my favorite sayings that he says, but um, your life is determined by the quality of questions you ask. And so if you're, if you're just saying to yourself, I'm not creative, I'm not creative, I want you instead to take that and ask yourself a better question. And a better question would be, how can I be more creative? Who can I connect with to spark creativity? What can I do to find a more creative way to do this? And, you know, who, what, why, how it's, it's, we, we learn those in elementary school. They are still applicable today, every single day in your business. You should be asking those questions. And I think 2020 has been a propeller of us digging deeper on why we do what we do, who we do it for, and what it's going to mean in for the future generations. So if you aren't taking that perspective from 2020, and instead are um, focusing more on the negative impacts of 2020, I really want to encourage you to shift your perspective one to one of gratitude, because that opens up the opportunity for more abundance to come into your life. But two, um, 
start asking better questions because 2021 offers you the opportunity to do things differently, to grow, to scale, and to reach for those goals that you've had set, but you just haven't given yourself permission to go after. This year has definitely been one that, as I said, for the records, record books, but that has taken people by surprise. And one of my biggest frustrations is with people who honestly believe that at the end of this year, we're going to go back to normal. This is normal. This is the new normal. It's very similar to when we experienced 9-11. Things never went back to pre-9-11 again. Things will never go back in our world, not just the United States, in our world to pre-2020. They just won't. We have to show up and not only act better, be better, and know better, but we have to encourage and help other people who are not there yet do those things as well. So from this, this will be the last podcast of this year. This episode, I would really like for you to take out some paper, journal out your blessings from 2020, the things that you never thought would go the way they went, good or bad, and the benefits of them going that way, and what you can take forward with you into 2021, the things that you want to move forward with you that you know are going to help you grow and scale and become the people that this world needs you to be, and what you're going to put on the boats and burn, because you can't take it all with you. If you try, you don't make room for that, what is, that which is coming for you next year. And so that's my call to action for you this week. I don't have another one um, other than I want you to have the best year possible in 2021. I want that for my clients. I want that for the people that listen to this podcast every week. Um, and anybody that, you know, interacts with me on a regular basis is you have to be able to let go of the things that are not serving you, haven't been serving you, and that belong in the past. You, we have to let go of those things so that 2021 has the space to bring you the things that you want and deserve. So until next year, 2021, I can't wait to connect with you in uh, future episodes. I want to wish you a very, very happy holiday season and a very happy new year. I'll see you next year. Take care. The Ideal Client Worksheet helps you discover the important questions that you need to ask when it comes to finding your clients. It will help you understand them, understand their problems so that you connect with them, attract them, turn them into leads, and convert them into customers. So go grab your copy today at alisaconnor.com forward slash ideal client. See you next week.